0: Right. Yo, Jack, we're good. We're in. We in? Okay, yeah, we're good. Thanks for coming on, man. Yeah, anytime, man. Thanks for having me on. No, no. Really, it's... really good content. As soon as you told me, it, I thought, yeah, I want to jump on. Let's do this. Let's record. Let's chat. Let's chat, man. Let's chop yeah. it up. Um
1: so I guess let's start about let's start talking about music. Um let's talk about what music means and kind of like what how yeah, what does music mean to you? Like, what does it do for you? Like in terms of just
0: your sort of day to day and how you sort of yeah, how does it how does it impact you? And it's like a mood enhancer, I guess. It's like it can it can for me at least, it can completely change your mood from going from one place to another. And mm. I've just always, since I was a kid, I've just always been obsessed with music. I remember when I was, um, I think it was about five, six or something. My dad in the car would constantly be playing this album and that album really regularly. What, what are those albums? Joni Mitchell Blue, okay, and a Gypsy Kings compilation. I can't remember the one now, but I really distinctly remember falling asleep to those records all the time. And right. now, on reflection, I'm like, that's actually a really good. Start Do you know what it is? I it. think
1: there is, there's, there's a, there's a link between parents playing young kids' music and then becoming obsessed with music. Because my mum was the same. Like my mum was just playing old school hip hop records, old school R and B records from when I was literally like. Just literally, like, just formulating as a human being, and I feel like it just creates a deep passion for music. And like ever since then, I've just been kind of obsessed with it, the same way that, um, same way that you have. Um, so where did so after, so after your dad's playing you those records? Where did the obsession start? Did you start
0: producing music? Did you start writing music? That like kind of what was you what was you doing after that? It actually all started off as I was just a fan at first. I was just obsessively <laughs> without even thinking about it, I'd just obsessively be listening to this album, that album, like on the other side of it. I feel like I had a really good contrast with my mum and dad because they divorced when I was quite young, but I've okay. always stayed in contact with both. Mum more so. Mum is around London. A lot of my mum's side of family all in London. Right. Dad's is more Surrey side. So right, I hang out right, a lot right, more with right, my right, mum right, right. than dad, but yeah, both still good relationship with both. Anyway, whilst I was hanging out with my dad in the car and he was playing that kind of music... My mum was just blazing Ministry of Sound compilations when <laughs> I was like nine, ten, eleven. Oh, okay. So I have got a nice contrast, so I think, yeah, of the influences music from that. That's the same yeah. with me.
1: Like my mum was the old school hip hop, and then it was my uncle that introduced me to to garage and drum and bass. And it was I, I remember I don't I remember feeling like what is this like because I I've always listened to hip hop um, R and B And then when I was about 10, 11, I heard garage, and it was just. From the first time I heard Garage and Drum and Bass, them two together, mainly kind of like the old school kind of Garage and then sort of like formatively like uh, More Than a Lot Chasing Status, like, that kind of drum and bass. Mm. When I heard that those two genres, it was just like, what the fuck? Like, it was, it, it's crazy. I'm like, just thinking about how I, how I felt back then. and I just, it's like I knew this was what I love straight away. Like, just like straight away. Like, you know how sometimes you kind of have to get into things, but I knew straight away when I heard these two genres that this is something that it's different I've never heard this and this is this is amazing so I don't know was that kind of same for you um yeah with you so with the Ministry of Sound like what kind of records was, play, was playing there
0: yeah I really clearly remember hearing Gotta Get Through This on the radio and being like <laughs> what is this when I was about five or six it's just that yeah, beat yeah, man yeah. something about it was just magnetic yeah. yeah it's been a but yeah I guess it, it's been funny again on reflection because yeah always like dance music and the very first gig I remember going to was when I was thirteen and I got really into the Prodigy and I. Okay. At 13. I went to see them when yeah. I was young as well.
1: When I was about thirteen, I, they yeah. were playing in uh, Milton Keynes Bowl. But yeah, sorry. carry Yeah, on. it
0: might have been. Was it Invaders Not Die tour? It might have been. Know, I don't but know. It was. It
1: was. It was yeah. I was young. I was about fourteen, I think. And yeah. Yeah. It was. It was. Yeah. It was. It, it was an experience for sure. But yeah. But yeah. Sorry. Carry on. Yeah.
0: All good, man. Yeah. It was. It was wild, wasn't it? It was such good fun. I remember. I really wanted to go. It was my idea. Mum went. Yeah. Okay. Sure. We can yeah, go yeah. to that. And I distinctly remember being. When we went in, got chatting to some guy, having a few pints. And he's like, oh, you have been to a gig before? I was like, nah, first one. He's like, oh, this is your first one. You chose to come to the Prodigy. I was mm, like, yeah. He's like, hardcore. yeah, sick. Good luck. Hardcore. And then I just remember what did the performance. Mind-blowing. Lights came on. Whole, I think it was Wembley Arena. Wembley, yeah. yeah. whole room was just covered in sweat and fog and beer bottles all over the place. I was like, yeah, that's sick. That was really good. I need more of this, please.
1: That. That brings me on to just sort of the the ra- raving culture. Um, for me, raving culture is it's, uh, it's 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 like a whole it's like a different reality, isn't it? When you yeah. go to a festival, when you go to a to a club, like where's where a proper rave on? It, it, it's it's a different reality. Like you're not, it's not you're not in, you're not thinking normally. You're not being norm- well. I guess you're kind of being normally. You're like you're just like what's the word? You're just in a sort of like trance state almost when like the music's playing and everyone's dancing and you're doing whatever and it's just like i just think raving is just one of those things where i just like you know people that don't rave i'm just like if you just went to a rave with the right person and in the right environment like you'd understand why we do this because i understand i kind of understand i kind of see why people maybe would see it as a sort of like noise or whatever but it's just like when i go raving it's like i feel like i'm just I feel like I'm where I'm supposed to be. I, I, I feel like that most, most days anyway, but I just
0: feel like I'm like in the right place in that right moment. So kind of like, what what does raving mean for you? You've got the nail on the head there. I, I get the hesitation from people who don't understand the scene because I think people go to raves and club nights for different reasons, isn't it? Yeah. And some people might be going there to like, party or drink bear or that kind of thing fair enough that's your kind of thing and I feel like people not involved in rave culture they kind of assume that's why you're going Mm. and it's not that it's because you know what you said about you feel one you feel welcome there. everyone going to a club night is there for the same reason we're all just there to have a good time like Creed color, background, yeah, yeah, job, yeah, yeah. it doesn't matter. No. We're all there for the same reason to just go out and have a good time. And, and if you're in the right space for it, which I think you can find a lot of in underground dance music, it's just a really welcoming community. And more often than not, whatever genre you're into, if you go into the nights regularly, you'll start seeing the same faces again and again. And yeah. everyone is just there generally to like support each other, whatever whatever your level of engagement in the scene, whatever. If you even if you're just a punter, if you're a DJ, if you're a producer, doesn't matter. If you're there regularly, people will start recognizing you and being supportive and nice, and it's a really nice little community and world to be in. But it just,
1: just, I'm just gonna contrast it to sort of like clubbing and the difference between the two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like they're like two different things in terms of what you were just describing there, like. And that when you go clubbing, it's very like you know what it is. I I've literally just thought about this right now, so I feel like clubbing really represents the kind of like egotistical kind of like uh what's the word like I guess a bit shallow a bit materialistic kind of version of 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 humans and then the the raving is where like you said literally I um, maybe like I don't know what Elro is like but Elro does on the on the surface like them kind of raves do seem a bit like that as well but the underground raves got grungy raves like they're like like it doesn't matter it doesn't matter kind of who you are, what you're doing. But then in saying that though, if I was at one of those raves and I've been at them one of them raves before and then someone did come in that was looking a bit posh or a bit overdressed, you you do look at them like, ah, oh, a little bit, do you know what I'm saying? But I guess it's still not the same vibe as in like, you are kind of welcome at these raves, like do you know what I'm saying? It's just one of them, it's just sort of like, whoever you are, whatever you're doing, just come and vibe to the music because that's essentially all it's about. Mm-hmm. It's not really about anything else apart from
0: the music like uniting us in that moment, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly, man, exactly. And then even, yeah, even when you got people who like stick out a bit, like you'll you introduce them, <laughs> yeah, they'll get yeah, more comfy, yeah, yeah. and then they'll know next time, like, oh, I can dress a bit casually. Yeah, don't yeah, come yeah. And, to and also, me. I think
1: I think sometimes yeah. it is that as well. I think it's like just them. I mean, you, you typically sort of try and dress up to go out to go out, and then they realize, oh shit, because they've never done this before. Like do you know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, so there's um. So let's talk about kind of like um I know we were speaking about it before like just sort of like mental health and kind of just like where you're at and kind of like what um what any, if you do anything to sort of just sort of like balance things out and sort of keep yourself sort of like in a in a in a good space. Do you want to talk about that.
0: Yeah, I think it's one thing that you got to be careful with. I think not even music, I think anything creative, it's really easy to Forget to take care of yourself in the process? I think, of doing I just it. think
1: in general. I just think yeah. that that's that in general. I think sometimes you can just get lost in, you can get it's, it's weird. It's a weird one because you just, you kind of get, because essentially, essentially, when you really think about it, like taking care of yourself is like the only thing you should do. Like that should be above everything because essentially that's it. Like that you, like your your conscious, your experience is, it, it, is, 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 it's all through you. So if you do if you're not taking care of this, then, but but what happens is I think we, in some ways, the way we live is very unnatural because we live in like economies and fucking we live in big societies. So I feel like sometimes it's easy to get lost in, in that because it's like we're not essentially, we're essentially got all of our base kind of like necessities covered already. And then we've got loads of time to think. Because if you think about it, like when if you couldn't think, like if you were hungry, if you were like, or if you were like just sort of like trying to survive, like survival instinct, you wouldn't have time. You wouldn't, you wouldn't have time to think and have like anxiety or any of these things because you'd just be trying to like navigate the next moment from the next moment. And that kind of essentially is what living is. But when when all of those things are taken care of, and then you've got to like think about how how do I make money? It's like fuck, and now you now you've got the anxiety because there's about there's about a million ways to do that. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, yeah, so I feel like my point is, is that essentially I think we get lost in sort of society and sort of like all these things, all these pressures that we have on us. So, yeah. Um, but yeah. So what
0: was you going to say up before that? What I was going to say is, yeah. So when you're caught up in all of that, I think it's just easy to, you know what you said about back when let's say that wasn't a like hundred thousand years ago or whatever when yeah, humans yeah, yeah. were first about all we could think about was eating and food and sleep and all that kind of thing Fucking and, and just reproducing yeah. know, just the very yeah. primal stuff the basics yeah, yeah. i feel yeah. like if you're not careful when you're with with creative stuff it's just very difficult to monetize you can do it though it's very possible it's hard so a lot it's hard of and it's long yeah well so, depending on what you're kind of doing i think there's a lot of there's a lot of different
1: avenues, but I think with art avenues it's very niche, so it's kind of like you have to build. I think you have to essentially do it yourself, and you have to build it up. But yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. So just from I guess because so I went into producing after I got into DJing. I've been I was DJing first, then I got into producing about five years ago. And just out of interest, if I found any producer I'd like, I mess them like, hey you're sick, please send me tunes. And then having done that for a few years, if I saw someone who was really sick, I'd try and go along to their gig and then say hi and all that kind of thing. And so from, I guess, having a lot of conversations with producers and DJs, most people I know, they have, not everyone, but I'd say like vast majority, like maybe I don't know, 99% of people they have a job, but in, they make it look like music is their career. But really, they got a job, and then the, they make it look like on their socials that music mm, is all they do. I don't think
1: they're really making yeah. it look like that. I just think yeah. that you're not really going to be posting like fucking sitting in an office, you fucking hate, are you? Yeah, you're yeah. To, exactly. You've got a brand that you're trying to sort of up, up, sort of um, sort of build. So yeah, yeah I think I'm in the exact same boat where I'm just sort of trying to because for me, for me, I look at music. I don't look at music as a business. Like when I'm making music, when I'm in that flow, when I'm in that flow state, I'm not thinking about how, how, how I can monetize this. Do you know what I'm saying? I'm just, I'm literally just trying to get my feelings out into Ableton, into the D.O.W., into the, do you know what I'm saying? So it's like, for me, I know, you know how sometimes they say you've got to play the game and whatever. It's like, cool, I hear that. But, Essentially, I think there is a way of playing the game and staying true to yourself for sure. But I just think, for me, music isn't something that I view as a business. I'm trying to, I'm trying to monetize. Because I think you still can monetize your personal brand and what you want and wh- and what you feel, because you can do that. But for me, the way I look at sort of, I just want to, I want a way of making money that's just like that. I just, I, I like doing what I'm doing. Do you know what I'm mm. saying? So it doesn't really matter how I make money. Music's always something that I'm going to do anyway. So it's like I try not to look at music as like the sort of um, the sort of be all and end all of me sort of um, sort of making money, if that makes sense. Because I feel like it puts a lot of pressure on the music, and you can sort of change the way that you approach music. You'll be you'll be in the studio thinking, right, I need to make a banger for money, and it's like, okay, that's fine, you can do that. But it's like essentially coming, coming like essentially doing doing stuff that goes against your soul. And we could talk we could, we can put this to anything like making music that you don't like dating girls that you don't necessarily like sort of going to a job you don't like it's all the same thing and and essentially it just grates away at your soul so it's like essentially you you, you got you've gotta do what you've gotta do and you've gotta sort of find make an ends make your ends meet somehow but yeah I just try and look at music as something that I love always going to do hopefully I can make money from it and then just sort of I'm trying to sort of find a way where I can make money on along, alongside which I'm going to enjoy so I don't know
0: yeah, yeah, that's what, what I'm trying. Yeah, my point with it is like it can happen. You just gotta be patient. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give it yeah, yeah. time. But like, I know a lot. If you of, really love it, you yeah. will. You will give it time. Exactly. Yeah. So it's just yeah. It's not what you said about it does have to be the be all and end all. Exactly. It doesn't. Yeah. And you shouldn't put pressure on yourself for it to be that. Mm. Or but you don't not even should or shouldn't. I'm just saying from my own perspective. Having talked to this person and that person, yeah, and seen a lot of people doing really well with sick to see now. Yeah, a lot yeah, of yeah. people I know doing really good. It just comes down to work great, that's it. It's hard, but you just got to give yourself time. And a lot of people I know who are doing sick with it now, it just comes down to they're in a good place in general, in terms of like they've got a job they yeah, like, yeah, yeah, they're yeah, taking yeah, care yeah, of themselves, they're yeah, yeah. sleeping. Sure. They're doing the gym. They're sure. doing all this kind of thing, and for then they're doing sure. the music on top. And then, for given sure. time, mm-hmm. things are picking up mm-hmm. bit by bit. And yeah, that's all that's, you can do. Just that's make... a
1: really nice point. Um, yeah. So it's like, yeah, I, I, I can attest to that. Like, yeah, I'm not. I guess I'm not like, I'm not like, um, I'm not big in the scene or anything like that. But I'm in a good place where I can keep going. Do you know what I'm saying? And that comes down to just sort of taking care of all the aspects of your life, really, and 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 sort of just coming to a place of realisation that it's all good. Like, and I know that might sound a bit naive sometimes, but it's like when you can sort of like really step out of your like mental, emotional state, you realise that, you know, there's just a famous saying of like, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. Like it's so true. And it's like, like, because it's like, the things that you're like stressing about or trying to fight or trying to battle with, one, they're probably not as bad. Well, actually, they're definitely not as bad as you think, but they're probably not even that significant anyway. So it's like you just got to kind of like get to a place where you're kind of understanding what's going on with your body and your mind. And then once you can do that, then you can you have the platform to sort of be able to do whatever the hell you want. Because before that, you, all you're going to be thinking of is how do I feel good? How do I, How do I get yeah. rid of this? How do I feel good? How do I feel good? Yeah, how do yeah, I feel yeah. good? So then you can't even make a tune because you just got you wanna feel good first. Yeah. yeah you wanna yeah, feel yeah, yeah. calm and just sort nice. of settled yeah. first. So until you're settled, and it's like there's a there's a number of things that goes into that. There's 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 your body. Your body has to be settled. So therefore, exercise and obviously try not to, try and try not to eat as as try not to eat like a dickhead basically like to put it simply and yeah. not even not even I'm not even actually I wouldn't even say that I'm just sort of understanding what it is you're putting in your body and what the impacts of that is Do you know what I'm saying so like for me I'm not perfect but like I know what when I eat that I know what that's going to do to you so I know yeah. how to sort of how I can sort of um combat that the next day by just doing little little things it's just like doing all those things it really does put you in a place where you can sort of just be free. And I really, I'm passionate about it because I haven't always been like this for sure. Only over the sort of last, it's a journey, it's a journey. So obviously I've definitely gotten better over the the years, but I'd say since January this year is when I've just like, like, whoa, fucking hell. Like I've just completely woken up and it's like, I just want everyone to sort of go through that. It, 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 it's it's not, It's you have days where you're like fucking hell, but it's like nothing else, nothing really matters anymore. Do you know what I'm saying? In, in a positive way where like you just like, you just realise that if things are what they are and the only thing that you can do is just to keep moving and keep trying to do things that you enjoy and live in a way that you
0: want to live. Yeah, 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 exactly. Nail on head at that. With those last few things you said about just keep doing what you're doing, do what you like doing, that's really important. Like I've always been, uh, I go through periods of being really interested in like productivity methods and schedules and all that kind of thing. Mm. And I've kind of like, I've gone through... It's weird. I've been reading like this book and that book and that. Book. I've read like a bunch of little things on the topic, and now it's like recently. What, what, what books
1: are they? Just, just sort of, just to say. They're
0: all. Um, one of them was okay. One of them was actually called "Getting Things Done," which is it's, I've heard sort of, about that book. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's pretty much just kind of a very loose productivity system. But then I've also read a book called. Um, the subtle art of not giving a fuck. Yeah, that book's sick. I read that. And years ago. what was the other one as well? There was also one called Master Your Emotions, which is free okay. on a Kindle. Okay. okay and okay. yeah, there was basically a period a couple um, years ago where I was like having I wasn't having a great time mentally. Yeah. yeah and yeah. a friend of mine suggested to me this really simple technique. And what you do, it's it's so simple, but it really helps you figure out what is going on in your head. What do you need to deal with? What do you need to take accountability for? So, um, you get a piece of paper. On one side, you just draw a brain. Yeah. You just draw like a big circular brain and you in it, you write literally everything you're thinking about right now, but like, everything on your mind, you write it in there. Yeah, yeah. Then on the other side, you flip it over, you draw three pillars. And under those three pillars, just write down what are the three things that matter to you the most? Like what makes you happy? And then when you look at those two together, you figure out okay, this ain't going right, that ain't going right, I need to work on this. Yeah. And then with what you said about just focus on making you happy. So if you, from that point, sit down and just make a schedule for yourself where you're like, okay, I want to do this, I want to do that, I want to do that. And then if you stick with it, give it a week or two or three, give it time, and then it's like you'll suddenly find yourself every day you're doing stuff you like doing and yeah. suddenly you're going to feel like way better in general. No, for
1: sure. Um, Yeah, with scheduling and stuff like that, I think... It- I think it's definitely, yeah, it's definitely obviously a good thing to do. But for me, uh, I've tried doing not that kind of stuff, scheduling, journaling and stuff like that. But I think it's just the way my brain works. I, I don't it, Like when I've got things on a piece of paper, like it it kind of just sort of throws me off a bit. And like, I just kind of like, so what it, what it is right now, I've got like a whiteboard and I've just got like a few things. It's like, obviously, I'm working the majority of the day. So when I get home, I just got like a couple of things that i want to get done it's not, It's yeah. nothing because think you think about it if you let's say everyone works like eight ten hours maybe even 12 okay and then you sleep eight so then let's just say 12 8 20 so you, you've got four hours left so if you just use like one or two of those every single day to push something forward yeah like that's all that's you're sent, and then obviously on the weekends you've got i don't know a good a good set at least six hours each day so let's say 12, so one, so let's say one in each day, five hours, six on the weekend, that's uh, 11 hours, and another another five. So you've got about 15 hours every week to push something forward. Yep. And it's like,
0: if you look at it that way over 10 years, it's, it's going to, something's going to happen. Do you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. But also you have to keep in mind as well, I think what you were saying before, it's really important, I think, to understand that when you're doing creative stuff, if you're also working a nine to five, which is like most people, nearly everybody, ninety like percent of people, yeah, exactly. It's very, it's base, it's easy. you've got a lot of. I think what you're saying about just happiness in general. There's a lot of things you need to manage to sort of just be happy. Mm. And if you're doing music stuff all the time, it can be risky. Like let's no, wait, say, I don't. I, sorry,
1: yeah. sorry I just I, happy is a good happy is a good a uh, good word. And I think what you're saying is kind of what I'm what I think, but. Happy, yeah. I guess I know what you're saying when you say happy, but I, I prefer the word just sort of like content, calm, mm-hmm. peaceful. Because happy, because ha- kind of, because happy is like because sometimes you can be like stressed out, but it's you still feel good. Do you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So, but anyway,
0: sorry. Carry yeah, know, yeah yeah, like yeah. yeah, yeah. I hear what you mean. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's just that make sure that if you're dealing with one area of your life, try make sure that you don't sacrifice others. Like so mm. I look back when I was first starting off and producing, it was a good period, but also how long ago was that, by the way? five years now so there was I yeah, was kind of same. lucky it was I think 2017 yeah, I want to say yeah I think the start of 2017 basically at that time I was working on just one or two uni things that had loads of free time so I spent about six months learning Ableton in and out but yeah, yeah, yeah. when I was younger when I was first going into production I just wasn't I was doing really good but also I wasn't taking care of myself I was doing stuff like oh yeah I'll just stay up from midnight until like 10 in the morning and just yeah, work yeah, on yeah, tunes yeah, and yeah, that's yeah. fine and then I'd get two three hours sleep and I'd wake up at five and feel like a zombie and all that kind of thing and I just wasn't taking care of my health and I think without realizing it in that period I just I wasn't getting a lot of sleep Whenever I woke up, everything was dark and naturally yeah, stuff like good. that started impacting yeah. my I've, mood. I've done yeah. that uni as well, like just waking up at
1: like 6pm,
0: bro. Yeah. It's like, bro, like this is not the one. It, it ain't, it ain't, is it? And I think without you realising it, it just impacts your mood and like how you're feeling and you need 100%. to watch it. You need to watch that first and foremost. Like do that, like take care of your health, take like with what you said about it. Just make sure like you're eating, you're getting eight hours sleep, um, I started going gym recently the last year or so, which has been really enjoyable. It's been really good. It kind of just wakes your, me up. What's your training? Or like, have you got like a schedule or you just kind of go in to see, just vibe out when you're there? Or At first it was more vibing it out, but now I've built it up bit by bit. I started looking up um, what's the name? The routines. And the one I'm sticking with at the minute is called 531. It's a really simple three week training program, really common, recommended all the time. There's loads of, just Google 531 for the one I'm following is 531 for beginners. And essentially, it's mainly squats, bench press, uh, deadlift, and overhead press. At the start of the program, you find out what's the absolute maximum you can do, what's your limit. And then after three weeks, you can go past it, like just about. And then the idea is that that's just like, a, it's only three days a week. And it kind yeah. of, in the idea is it introduces you to the gym.
1: I, I don't yeah. think you need to go to the gym one or three times a week. I only yeah. go to the gym three yeah. times a week. It is, um, Yeah, I feel like people, I mean, it doesn't really matter, but I just think three hard sessions a week where you're actually like training past failure, And that's all you need. Yeah, yeah. On top of it, and you probably might want to get some cardio in there as well, and you're you're going to be good. That's like for me, it's just like, yeah, I just do back shoulder, no, sorry, so chest, arms, back shoulder, chest arms one day, back shoulders the next day, legs legs the next day, and I just do training, rest, training, rest, or training cardio, training cardio. And then, yeah, that's basically it. You don't really need, but you just, the way I look at training, it's just like you want to get stronger somehow. It doesn't have to be lifting weights as long as you can just do body weights, pull ups, push ups. And then a bit of cardio for the majority of people, and you're, you're just, you'll see like the benefits just crazy. Like, yeah, it
0: doesn't matter what you're doing; just go in, just release, do
1: something. That's, the, the release you yeah. feel is just—it's um, yeah, I, it's like people that don't do any sort of
0: training. I'm just—they just don't understand how good they could actually feel. Yeah, it really imp- It just, it just, it just makes you feel better because whenever you work out, it releases dopamine. You just naturally feel better. And yeah, it's tricky doing it. It's been actually interesting the last few months because I've always been trying to do it more seriously. I guess the last year or so. But one of my housemates really wanted to get on it as well. So I'm not a normal. Normally, I'm not a morning person, right? But he's been. He messaged me once at night, like. Do you want to go to the gym at 7 a.m.? And in my head, I was like, fuck, no, I do not want to go to the gym at 7 in the morning. But part of me went, nah, try it. Just go, give yeah, it a yeah, shot. Yeah. See what it's like. And after I did that, it's like it woke me up for the rest of the day. It gave me energy for the I rest really, of the day and it's been really good. I've been fine. I've,
1: I went, I, I, I'm not really like a morning person. I, I kind of, yeah. I like, I like, um, I like marinating in the morning. I like just give yeah. myself a bit of time, to sort of like defrost. Yeah. Um, so I did try gym in the morning, like three, About I did it one week. I did it twice and I was fucked. So like yeah. I did I went to gym because I my I start work at seven. So like I was getting up at like five to go gym. And then yeah, I just felt fucked. So I just never I never I never really did it again. I just try and go like sort of after work. And what I like about going after work as well is that it kind of like releases the stress from work as well. Mm. So I kind of just get rid of all the stress after work. Um but yeah, that morning gym is yeah, I don't think it would be for me if I could go two hours after I woke up. That'll be the. I think that's the perfect time to go gym. Like whenever I've got a day off, and I'm like, if I, if I, two hours after I've woken up, and I'm fully like ready to go. Caffeine's got caffeine's in me. Like that's the best time to go gym. So it's like, obviously working, working, working with a schedule is just not really like. Jumping. Yeah,
0: it's tough. So if, if yeah, like in your case, like because you're waking up early, fair enough. That's like yeah, yeah, yeah. crazy early. So fair enough, man. It just do what works for you. I'm just saying personally, I was just really against, get something it. done. Yeah, where whatever time, whatever it is. Just get something done. Yeah, like my mate. Um, my mate he's never been gym before until we started going, and now that we're going, he's actually really enjoying it, and we're regularly Mm. going. And yeah, just it will just it will just make you know what you said about feeling content and calm. It just will. It will just make everything. It's like a good baseline. I think once you start going gym, you'll see it just. Elevates your normal level of contentness. It just yeah. gives you more energy, makes you feel more at peace. And also for me, I used to have problems just falling asleep at night. It would just take me a while sometimes. Yeah, yeah, and since going to gym, now it's easier. Now I actually generally fall asleep relatively quickly. Yeah, so. there's like the, 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 the name of this podcast is Rather Be Aware. And, and, and
1: it, it, I, the reason why I believe in that so much is yeah. you just have to understand what's going on. And a lot of people don't and I didn't just with like everything, with diet, with with my mental health, with sort of just anything like my body. And it's like, so because a lot of people, they are suffer because what I was suffering was when like I was eating certain things and I weren't feeling good and I was just really stressed because I was just like high carb or even just in just like how I was eating, I was eating in the mornings and I was just feeling groggy by like 11 and just all these things. And it's just like, I just think it's so important to be aware. So like when you're talking about sleeping, like you you just feel, you'd you think, yeah, you just have to sleep. And essentially I think before we got, before um, or before we got fed a lot of bullshit, it would have been that simple. But now that we kind of live in, in, in a time where like, yeah, we're like, we're in very high stress environments in terms of just like the amount of people that's around, we, our diets aren't the best because we're just used to eating crap. and it's we all do it, I do it, you do it. or you're like, do you know what I'm saying? So it's like when it comes to then sleeping. Obviously, your body's not not it's it's not optimal for sleep. But like, there's just there's a few things you can do just to sort of get yourself ready for sleep. Like one is exercise. Like you're gonna naturally you're gonna you're gonna exhaust your body to want to sleep. Two is giving it giving your body at least three hours. To sort of digest the food that you've eaten and then yep. you'll be able to sleep better. Cause when you're when you're digesting digesting food and sleeping, it's not the one that like you, you you you'll know. If you eat right before you right before you go to bed, you'll have a shit night's sleep. Um and maybe even just having like a hot bath as well, just to fully just like rinse you out and then go to sleep. Like it's just there's things you can do, and it's just about being aware. Cause I just think most people are like, they're just ignorant people. Like, and I'm not I'm not saying that to be rude as well. Like, I'm, and it's fine. Like I've got people I know that I'd like that very ignorant they don't want to they don't want to they don't even want to like they don't even want to contemplate the possibility of doing something different
0: yeah yeah I wouldn't say ignorant they're just they're just not thinking about it they're nah, busy it is it's ignorance not all well because when when yeah.
1: when when you're then when you're then telling them something or like not even telling them something but just like having a conversation just trying to say oh yeah like oh, you know what I'm saying no, like, when, when you do cold showers when you do this and like nah I me mean, nah so it is ignorance but it's like okay yeah it yeah, is yeah. what it is at the end of the day like i i, I just try yeah. and and i guess coming back to that i used to try and like sort of not force but i used to just try like yeah mate could do this do that but now i'm just like i'll say it and i'm like if you don't want to listen like right, cool no worries and yeah. then i'll just we'll just carry on but but yeah um but i don't know if you were did you were you going to say something
0: yeah that's all you can do in it just tell people um and just i guess uh, my way of con- trying to convince people i guess is just always going off personal experience mm. so I just talk about i didn't like this i tried it it worked really yeah, yeah, good yeah, yeah, yeah. i know you're saying you're not going to like it yeah, yeah, try yeah, yeah. it and then if you don't like it fair enough yeah 100% it's just like
1: yeah. you just like there's just it wasn't what I was doing just wasn't working, so I had to. I like I found I found eating fasting. So I haven't eaten today, and I probably won't eat till at least one o'clock, 12, one o'clock. Um, that changed the game. Like that changed the game. Like that that is like the one thing I think that is probably more important for me than even going to the gym. Just giving my body a break to break down the food that I'm eating that and um just like cold showers and ice baths and it's crazy like i i was last last weekend i was feeling a little bit like sort of like um a little bit ill had a cold shower uh, sorry an ice bath what i was normal i was literally bang normal mm. because what the what it, what the cold does is it is it um is it forces it forces your body to it forces your body into stress and then when your when your body's in in stress it it like it it attacks, because, well, it is, yeah, so it, it attacks all, all the bad stuff first. So, all the inflammation you've got, all the shit that your body doesn't need, it attacks that first to sort of like. And then, so obviously, if you only do it for like a short amount of time, which is obviously, you know, you, you're not going to do it for a long, a long enough amount of time where it's going to get rid of all the bad stuff and then start attacking the good stuff. So, like, it's just do that for like a 10 minute, five, three minutes actually, in an ice bath. It's it's long, it's fucking hard, don't get me wrong, it's fucking like you don't wanna mm. do it, but it's just like the way I look at it, it's just three minutes and then you're gonna feel yeah. good for the rest
0: of the day. It's like but like people just they just don't wanna do it. Like, nah, fuck that, fuck that. I'm like, oh I yeah. don't know, man. It is a- yeah, and it builds up, man. It but like um you know you said you only do it for three minutes so you don't wanna do it, but then once you've done it, you've done it. It kind of gives good. you a sense of accomplishment. Yeah, like yeah, you can yeah, do yeah. the rest it's of the same, day. It's the same thing yeah. as gym and all these things, like yeah. running, yeah, like, it's up. just it's just anything that you... Because you know it's good for you. Like, you
1: know, like, when you're in the... Like, like, I, when I'm lying, I'm like, fuck, this is long, this is long. I know that just, if I just stick it out three, four minutes, I'm going to get out and I'm going to feel good. Like I said, I was feeling ill, jumped in the ice bath and I'm, I'm just... I feel normal. I feel, like, just back to calm, back there to normal. Go. It's just as simple as that. But anyway, I want to get a little bit deep now. So, um, I'm going to ask you a question. It, yeah. can be, it's, it can be open-ended. So, what what drives you to 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 keep going on what's what do you think it is that like is it is it soul is it just is it is it is it just kind of is what it is Is just I don't know I'm just I'm just moving or what do you think kind of like drives you just to keep moving forward or to keep trying to do things to sort of um better yourself
0: and everyone around you I guess just it's gonna sound really egotistical and silly, but honestly, just trying to live, live my best life in that I kind of <laughs> just sat down. It <laughs> sounds dumb. Life. I know it sounds dumb. <laughs> but in that? This is this is what yeah, exactly. It's nah, just I, like, get you. I get what you're saying. Yeah, it's is in like if you Okay, if you could if you could wake up and like make your life exactly how you want it to be, what would it be? Mm. And then I guess recently I've realized like I I want to do this, I want to do that, I want to do that. So I've just started making a schedule now where I'm working on all the aspects of my life I want to work with. And given time, I should get where I want to get to with everything. Like working out more, I want to bulk up a bit more. Music stuff, I'm working on getting my output up and also doing a lot more mixes and just being way more active. And I've got loads of stuff going on this month. I've got like three, got one big mix I'm going to record later on today. Yeah, it's just, so yeah, going gym, working on music stuff. So I've got an interview coming out shortly. I'm going to be recording a three-hour mix today for a pod, well not podcast, for a um, platform. Because over the last two, three years, I made loads of jungle footwork music, and yeah. I organized my library and went, "Whoa, I have a thousand tunes! I <laughs> have literally a thousand tunes of all the different types of like jungle footwork and hybrid stuff I like." So I'm going to make this massive mix to try and showcase all the amazing different styles, loads of stuff from producers I've met over the years as well. I try to showcase like everyone I could think of, pretty much that I know, mm. and then. Also, yeah, I've got a bunch of tracks coming out as well, like EPs, singles on various compilations. And yeah, the thing that just make, keeps me going is that I give myself stuff I'm looking forward to doing that yeah. I know, that I want to do. Like I'm, yeah, I'm now yeah, in yeah. this, um, I guess, yeah, it's been interesting since, so yeah, I started off with music DJing, and then producing later on. And once I started producing, I just started thinking, why didn't I do this earlier? Why did this not? Mm. I've always been obsessive with music, but it didn't occur to me until uni that I could actually try and make something. I think we
1: all I was going to yeah. ask you, where did that obsession come from? But I think we've literally figured out early when mm. we was like the, the, the sort of, the music being played to us as a kid and it just kind of like struck us. Yeah, but, it's just part of me. But what do That's you, uh, mm, mm. where do you think the inspiration, cut, like, because I'm, mm. I'm thinking back to it obviously, I, we were talking about it literally just before we jumped on. So like, I, I started out DJing and like playing records was something that I was just like fascinated about. Like I was just like playing two records and like just sort of mixing them together was something I was fascinated about. And then I always knew that I wanted to play my own tunes when I was DJing. So I was like, okay, cool. So now I've got to produce, start producing. And then like after that, I kind of realised that I've got things I want to say. So I started writing lyrics. So it's like, I. where do you think that comes from? And I'll, I'll tell you what I think it comes from. And it's this sort of like my my spiritual perspective and then when i say that it's it's not my my view of spirituality it's no like it's not like anything um that like mystical i think it is yeah. rooted in just sort of like but it just seems to i think per i think my my perspective really essentially is just there's like an energy field and i think it is literally related to science somehow i don't think you can explain it i think it's i think it's I think it's just, they're somehow rooted to science and nature and, and gravity and all these kind of things. It's somehow related to that, but I don't think you can just explain to it because it's, it's there's an energy that you have. And like when you're like recording music or when you're, ever you're doing something that you're sort of engaged in, it just seems to be that you're kind of like in a flow state and you're kind of expressing yourself. And I'm just like, so I'm, yeah, what, that's what I think it comes from. I think it comes from a from a spiritual kind of like energy that you have. That sort of enables you to sort of because when I'm writing lyrics, especially, like they just sometimes they just come to me. and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like I'm just like, and it's all making sense. It just comes. I guess it's it's the same as it's the same as when I'm producing as well. Sometimes, like, do you ever feel when you're sitting down and produce? Sometimes you sit down and produce, and like, you seem to not be able to sort of make any progress. And then there'll be them sessions there where you're just like, you play the first, you play the first snare sound, and it's perfect. And then you, and then, and then you like, you open up a sample, and it's like perfect. It's like, for me, I. I yeah and I'll I'll sort of link this to sort of how how sort of my spiritual kind of perspective is has enabled me to feel calm just day to day um so um so I think it's very spiritual that flow state that kind of like that that you sort of in the moment and that's Mm. and that's what I've learned to sort of um and that's kind of what's helped me be calm in general just sort of being able to always return to that flow state that not even flow state that 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 calm that presence i'm j- i'm just here i'm just i'm just a i'm just a conscious being that just happens to be alive i can return to that like quickly now before i guess i wouldn't have known it like intellectually like actually formulating it as a as a concept in my mind but now that i've got it in a concept in my mind and i've sort of practiced it i can always return to that okay i'm just here calm fuck it Let's, yeah. Let's, let's let's not get too stressed. Let's not let's not overwhelm ourselves because we actually have the control to sort of not be to to sort of to be actually calm us calm myself down. And I just want to link. So some people like so. My perspective is just literally presence energy. I'm just I'm just here. I'm just I'm just a conscious being that just happens to be alive. And then other people have like I don't know. They might have Christianity. They might have believe it in in that sort of sense. Yeah. And I just think maybe not everyone needs it, but. I think you kind of need a perspective to sort of keep you from sort of keep your ego from from taking over and fucking up your life basically
0: yeah yeah exactly exactly being in the moment you know with what you said there really key thing as well i should have mentioned earlier meditation meditation's a big one like i think one one of the things that made me go okay i really need to give this a go is one of my favorite artists in general is david lynch Uh, very surreal american director great guy. He's got a very odd sense of humor. The last year or so, yeah, on YouTube, he's just been doing weather reports every day, just the video about talking about the weather. And uh, yeah, he's just a really... He's a great director. He makes very surreal out there stuff. And his whole life, he's been talking about meditation and transcendental meditation, sets up a foundation teaching kids how to do it. And since I started doing it, I'm quite on and off with it. I've not done it in a while actually, but I feel like doing that really made me learn that the thing with meditation is... All you're doing is you just close your eyes, breathe in and breathe out, and focus on your breath. That is it. But part of it, I think, is once you get in the, once you keep sticking with it, it's hard at first. Once you stick with it, the whole point is you clear your mind and you just focus on your breath. It's kind of training your ability to focus and it kind of trains your ability to be in the moment, be in the zone, and just enjoy what you're doing in the present state rather than thinking about this and that. And I think if you do that combined with, this all sounds I feel like what I'm saying comes at it from a very like productive logical point of view but I'm saying is, that following well. following this like productive point of view I'm just feeling way better than I ever have before now. So if you do yeah so if you like do a little bit of meditation and then give yourself a schedule where you're doing stuff you like doing regularly you're going to feel great. You're going to feel way better and I feel like I'm probably the best i've ever felt in general good these days so that's good yeah. to
1: hear and um yeah so just touching mm-hmm. on meditation yeah meditation itself is literally just a practice it's like it's like stretching or going to the gym but mm-hmm. so like sitting down so but like so sitting down and meditating okay cool you're sitting down but essentially meditating is any time you can be present so i meditate Cause, cause I'm, cause I'm conscious now, and I'm actually aware, and I actually kind of, I think I have an understanding of of consciousness in general. Like, I can't really explain it, but like, I, I think I just haven't, I haven't sort, I of have a, I have a perspective, and it just seems to work for me. Like when I, so like, it's, and it's also, I feel like, I feel like when you go a long life, you kind of just sort of like you, you kind of already have a, a perspective, and then you kind of just sort of. You, you go through life and you, your experiences just kind of reaffirm what you believe, or they, or you or they change what you believe, and you, then you just kind of actually find what you actually think. And what I think, and I guess maybe I wouldn't have thought this if I didn't read about it, but it just seems to make sense to me. It's like there's an ego, there's an ego that we all have. It's it's our individual, it's our individuality, which is which separates us from everyone. Yeah. But that's that's very very small, and it, but it's it's still it's still it's still a part of you, and it's still something you have to honor. But then the interconnectedness that we all that we all like we're all sort of connected to this sort of like realm of consciousness where we can sort of like communicate and and sort of feel each other's emotions. That's God. That's the that's that's divine. That's what and that that's what gives me hope because it's like so. But what it, what people do is that little speck that I'm talking about before that ego is people let that be their whole reality. So you can you can just see how how limiting people are living their lives. So they're, they're living, they're living this when the whole thing, the whole ecosystem where everyone's involved and everything's connected, they disregard that because they're so egotistical. Do you know what I'm saying? But yeah. there's two, there's these like, so I, I look at it like, this, so there's this and then there's that. And we and we're both because essentially you can, you can experience, you can experience, you only experience everything through your own lens. So it's mm. like you honor this, you honor this individual um, person, but then you, you, you also realize that you're part of you're part of the ecosystem of the whole thing, and I don't know what that yeah. whole thing is, but it's just nature. It's just whatever it is. Yeah. And then, so then, what I can do is I can always just return to nature whenever. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, but then, yeah. but that, but that ego is still important. I don't get it twisted. Don't think that like you don't have to have an ego. Like, I, I I used to think, oh well, do you need the ego? It's just like being aware of the ego and understanding what it is, and understanding that like you you're an individual that wants things, but it, like essentially, it's like. You don't have to take it so seriously. You can just can yeah. honor it without taking it so seriously, without thinking that this is that you are you are everything. Because you you know what I'm talking about. Where it's like yeah, yeah. you know people that like think the world revolves around them. Though it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's an old saying that like everyone sort of heard. Like you think the world revolves around you. So we all kind of know what we're talking about when we say that. It's like so we know that the world doesn't revolve around that ego, but. So when you're in that state, so you know it's kind of not a, the right way to be. If that makes sense,
0: does, yeah. That, does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does completely. It's just it kind of with that book I mentioned before. What was it? Um, the one about emotions, managing your emotions, something like that. It's on. It's on Amazon. It's free if you have a Kindle. Get it. It's a great. But master your emotions. That's it. And it talks about how you know um what you were talking about the ego and that. It's a, I feel like that's a feeling, right? It's like it's an, it's a thought, but. It's all it is, bro. It's yeah, a thought. It is. You've got a hundred thoughts. They come and go. They're not the truth. Oh, it's just something you're living in, being, and it will pass.
1: Being able to, being able to sort of not take thought seriously. Yeah. Because I used to take thought so seriously, and that's when I used to have anxiety, and I think I still have. So you yeah. know what it's about anxiety. So I feel like I still have those emotions, but they, so I think anxiety for me is just uncontrolled. Uncontrolled emotion, so uncontrolled emotion, which essentially is just energy that is being transferred in a negative way. When you can use anxiety to to, to fire your fuel, because I'm I'm like I'm passionate. That's that's essentially what it is. It's just passion. It's just like I'm ready to go and fired up. So, but then when when that transfers into the neg- negative, then I start feeling anxious. But when it turns into positive, I'm just fired up. I'm ready to go. So it's, it's, that's all it is essentially, because you ain't gonna get essentially. I don't know, but I guess. Anxious people are just people that are like very, very intense, very fired up. Because essentially, if you're a calm person, you're not really going to be anxious. You might. I'm not. There probably will be situations that kind of like make you like that. But I feel like a lot of anxious people, they're just fired up, ready to go people that are just sort of stuck in, in sort of, they believe in their thoughts. And I feel like you just have to sort of, um, you have to learn how to let them go and learn that they're not that serious. And, you, and it just takes time. It just takes time.
0: Yeah. I can't remember. I think it was like, there's this book I read ages ago. Maybe I'm... Um, Okay, I don't want to misquote it. So I was gonna be like, oh, this no, guy said this, but yeah, okay, yeah. it may not have been it. <laughs> well, all I know is there was some book that has this recurring phrase that this too shall pass. That's it. Yeah. Whatever you're feeling, if you're not feeling good, if you're feeling bad, it will pass. It's you, fine. You just you, you don't that. need to take it seriously. But you learn that
1: yeah. over time. It's like when you, yeah. when it does pass, you're like, oh shit, that actually did pass. So yeah. it's like, okay, cool. So the next time it's like, okay, cool. I know this is gonna pass. Like, so it's like it's just like anything. It's like you've have, you have the evidence to back what you're actually saying. So like, for example, you might've been going through something and then you'll be reading the book, it will pass. You're like, fuck off, this ain't gonna pass. You know, you don't believe it. You haven't experienced it. it passing, but then when it actually does pass, you then like, go oh, back yeah, to, oh, yeah, you yeah, were right. Yeah, I yeah, hear yeah. you, I hear you were yeah. right. And then you have that reaffirming yeah. kind of um, that evidence. So then the next time you're like, okay, cool. So that I can get through this. I can get through yeah, it if they... Yeah, yeah, exactly. that's, that's I, it. I think that's probably why you, you were gotta like... to get through uh, this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. got to get through this, yeah. yeah, yeah gotta so, got to take, <laughs> take my mind off you, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's it. Uh, so, but, yeah, so that's that's basically it. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so... Uh, so I, I kind of... I don't know if you want... We can literally cut this out or whatever if you don't want to speak about it, but uh, so you said your parents were divorced. Mm-hmm. My parents yeah. were separated early. They weren't They weren't ever married. So it's like, I, I think I can relate to you how you might have felt. So... What age did they divorce and kind of? And you know, I don't. Let's not talk about them because that's them, and that's. I don't want. To, I don't want you to talk about
0: like them. I just want to talk like, how did that make you feel? Honestly, I feel like I had quite a, but a blessed divorce. Yeah, I had quite a blessed divorce with my parents did because they always. Mom, mom, dad, they they kind of did it amicably, and they didn't okay, want okay, it okay, to okay. mess okay. me up or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. even emphasis, though even though
1: it's naturally going to a little bit, but that's yeah. just fine, isn't it? You can't really you can't really avoid that.
0: Yeah, I feel like it was relatively smooth sailing, and that once it happened, I was about four, I think, and from that point, I would religiously see my dad like every two weeks. So yeah, every two yeah, weeks, yeah, yeah. he would drive me, and we'd hang out on the weekends. So it never felt like he was gone anywhere, and he constantly would mess mess would be like let me know if you need anything, I'm here anytime, we can talk. So it never felt like luckily for me, I don't think it ever really felt as if uh, it impacted me too badly, I don't think. Uh,
1: I think I don't obviously I, I could be completely wrong, but I think it still would impact you just subconsciously anyway. But I mm. think at least having some sort of relationship would, would it I don't know, it would um it would soften it would soften the force that makes sense. It would soften it a bit. Um and the reason why I think these things are so important and why because it what I've what I've come to realize and, and and this is another another aspect of my life, which is I think is probably the most intense aspect of my life, sort of going out and forming even okay, relationships in general friends that, but they're not as intense as the romantic relationship that you try and go out and form yeah. with 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 the opposite sex or same sex if, if that's the way you swing. Um, but um, the reason why I'm so passionate about it is because it's a really, really important thing to understand and cultivate, and understand why you do the things that you do. Um, it's really, really important, and, and I say that because I really believe it. So it's like the relationship that the the, the, the relationship that you formulate when you are when you're a kid with with your caregivers, with your parents, it really impacts the way then you carry on your life yep. going forward in general, but especially in romantic relationships. And it's very important to kind of understand under, just got, like sort of level with that hurt that you felt as a kid, understand it. And just sort of move forward with it because a lot of people they just they're very like we said before ignorant and they just they oh, no I wasn't hurt no never never that and it's like all right cool that's fine you can carry on like that but you were and it's gonna you, you're just you're just holding on to unnecessary emotion that you can let go mm-hmm. and I want to say that because it's like 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 it's like, like mine mine wasn't that bad yeah my my my, my, my parents split up my, I didn't see my dad for a good like ten years of my life um, like I think the formative years as well from the age of like nine to sixteen. So yeah. Maybe not 10 years, so that's what, seven? So it's like. That's a lot. That is a lot. lot it's a lot, yeah. I didn't, I, yeah, like literally no contact. Um, so it's like that, that, um, it, 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 yeah, it's, it's not ideal. I mean, people go through worse, so I don't want to say it the same, but it still impacts you. It still makes you feel a certain way. And it's like that, then kind of like, um, it, 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 it so then, then going out and and learning about myself with with relationships and stuff like that. It's like so. What I've learned now is that there's there's a I don't know if you've heard about. Have you heard about um, attachment theory? I
0: was gonna say yeah, Babbie's. I was waiting to say Balbi's yeah, attachment yeah. So, theory. Yeah. So I, I've heard. I've known people studying psychology saying it's a bit outdated, but generally, yeah, I think it's pretty I, accurate. I,
1: I think it's very accurate. Um, yeah. I think it's very accurate when you when you, when you can look at it because what it is is sometimes you have to look at things. Look at the information being given, and then and then relate it back to your experience. And you, can, yeah, I think it's very, I think it's very important, and I think it's very, I think it's very, very accurate, um, just in terms. And we're going just, I've talked about it in another podcast, but so I just want to breeze through it. So, and the reason why, so it's like there's an anxious, avoidant, and a secure attachment, and you can be both anxious and 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 avoidant. But I think it's I also think there's a, there's a scale as well. I think you can be all three sometimes, and it's just basically essentially if you're insecure there's a reason why you're insecure and if you go back and sort of um to, to your sort of childhood it makes sense why you do the things that you do and it's sort of it just gives you it gives you a sort of clarity and a sort of and a sort of it gives you a clarity and it gives you a sense of like okay cool that's why i do that so therefore you can you can change it you can yeah, get your sense it. of self-awareness yeah you can literally change it and because those emotions are so powerful it's like when i'm in a situation with a female it's so fucking powerful and i had to i had to understand because i was like this is mad like i barely know this person and i'm feeling all these emotions so i had Mm. to like i had to understand this i was like this is this is crazy it's like i barely know this person i've known this person for a couple of weeks and i'm i'm i can't even fucking i can't even function properly right now (laughs) so it's like this has to be a reason why i'm doing this so and it's it's kind of a bit sad when you think about it it's like so this is this must be how i felt as a kid this must be how i felt as a kid like this this strong emotion must be how i felt back then so it's like it's a bit sad thinking about it like that but it's also it is what it is at the same it time is what it, it is. is what it is and also yeah. these feelings they give you a depth that other people other people will never understand so it's like as much as it might feel shitty it's also like you have a depth it's like anything 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 that might be perceived as negative or like whatever, but it gives you a depth of understanding and emotion and compassion that not everyone has. And I look at, I look at it in that way now. I don't look, I don't view anything as negative anymore. I view it as, as it is what it is. And you can use it. It's like, it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like you can use it as, as, as a tool for,
0: you can use it as a tool in your life if, if you want to, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. For sure. It's def- again, It's good to have self awareness about that. And yeah, even though again, I'm not. A psych- I studied psychology when I was uh, in sick form, like 16, 17 seventeen. I'm not exposed yeah, much, yeah. In, but I loved it. Found it fascinating. And I have heard from some psychologist friends a lot of that is outdated now. However, agreed. I think it gives you a really good base of self awareness that yeah, what you go through as a kid can impacts and the way you look at relationships. Do you know why it's important so important as well? As because it's
1: it's a cycle. So, mm-hmm. um, so if you if you're if you're if you're insecure emotionally. And you don't you don't you don't make yourself secure because you can make yourself secure like this within your power. And it's not it's not saying that you're never going to feel emotions, but it's understanding emotions and overstanding them. And just so therefore, so then when you then go and have a kid, you you're not going to they're not going to be insecure as well. Yeah, that's all it that is. It's just a cycle of just insecure, 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 insecure. And then it's just like, I think maybe it's probably gradually getting better as we kind of go forward. But it's still it's it's still leaving scars for people. Um and it's, it is what it is. It's like, if you, when you're when you deeper, it, it's like, because those emotions are so powerful. It's like, you don't want to go into it. Like, you don't want to go there, but you're yeah. like, they, that, I think that is the one thing that is the hardest. It's like, because it's just like, you don't want to, like, going there is fucking long. Like, that is, those yeah. moments, I think I've had about two or three in my life. Powerful. It's like, that was, it was crazy. The first time, the first time though, I, and the thing is, it didn't, ha- like, I feel like I was I was quite ignorant as a kid. I I feel like I was like So you know how anxious and avoidant? I think I was maybe a little bit avoidant. I, I, no, but I was both for sure. But I because I didn't understand it. I think I could just easily just be like, okay, cool, I'm I'm done. And then when I when I had this one situation, it was like fucking hell, what is what is going on right now? This is fucking crazy. I can't I can't even sleep. <laughs> I, yeah, can't, yeah, 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 yeah. I can't sleep. Um But like, looking back on it, it's just, I I look back on it as, it's sort of funny. I, 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 it's just, but it's like, the reason why I just want people to understand Like it's like, you're, you're just, you're just following patterns of behavior and you can, if you just do the research and you sort of sit with the pain, you can, you can, you can get over it and then you can,
0: and then you can move forward in your life and, and sort of, um, and have better relationships. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever happened before, there's something you learn from it and you'll do better next time. hundred
1: percent. That's it. hundred percent. Um, but yeah, man. Uh, what else was it? What else did I have? That was, it was a good chat, man. I feel like, um, yeah, I thought I knew you were going to have opinions because what it is is that it's just sort of having people that are kind of very passionate about certain things and sort of yeah. um, finding a common ground with people. Because um, I feel like there's, I feel like every, we all we, 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 we all happen to be alive, so we've all got common ground. But I think sometimes we can get so divided in our um, in just sort of the way we the way the way that we live and that our cultures and whatever it is and I feel like yeah. it's always good just to sort of find that common ground because then
0: you learn more about yourself when you're sort of um when you do that, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I guess I was really keen to jump on as well when you brought up this topic because I think the thing, as much as I love doing music stuff, it's great. But I think if you're not careful, it's easy that depending on your life situation, what's going on within you, it's easy to sort of run after your passions and hobbies to make yourself content and then without realizing it you sacrifice other areas of your life and you're not feeling so good and then you're not doing so good at your hobby either and it's it's easy to get caught up in that cycle. So I guess I wanted to come on to emphasize that make sure... Well, make sure you, you're making your bed Like, make sure you're getting yeah, 8 yeah, hours yeah. sleep make sure you're like eating and drinking and taking care of yourself and then from that then the music stuff or whatever whatever other interests you got that will go well as well it's I, all about, balance. It's I, all about I, I, balance if I don't
1: take care of myself I, I can't make yeah. music I don't, I don't, maybe yeah. people can sort of force themselves to make music but if I'm in a place where I'm not eating right I'm not taking care of myself I'm not feeling good I, I just can't I can't even do the things that I want to do um, but it, I had a point when you were saying that, I think there's nothing, nothing can make you content, nothing, like you have to be content, Like nothing can make you peaceful, nothing can, like, because that's, that's all, that's all that we are, like, if yeah. you ain't peaceful, loving, kind, whatever you want to call it, well, you know, well, you know, the feeling that I'm getting at when I say these words, if you ain't that, then you, it ain't you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Something is something is something is grating against your soul, whether that's like fucking your body, yeah, your bad diet and your body shit and you're feeling that shit, it's making you making you stressed out. You're in a relationship that's stressing you out. You're, you know what I'm saying, whatever it is, that's it's grating against you to make you that. But if you ain't that, then it ain't you. So it's like you have to be, you have to be that. And then once you're that, it just gives you the
0: Gives you the mental clarity to just do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, exactly. It's like well, what you got to look at. I think is whatever you're trying to do in life, whatever you want to achieve. Yeah, don't go. oh, if I get this thing, then I'm gonna be good. Nah, nah, nah. You need to look at what you're doing every day. You need to What's be your it. every day? You need to live it, you need live, to live it. Yeah. You need to
1: be, be in the moment. Be the person. Be the per. Like be the be be free. Like be calm. Be like, and you can do that, but you just have to. On un- you have to. Like we can talk about all this shit. But you have to, you have to just sort of yeah. You have to be aware. You have to like when you put something in your body, oh, I couldn't really feel like that. Or when you when you're in a relationship, when you're talking to someone, I don't really they're, they're, that doesn't make they don't make me feel good. So it's like you can and you can just sort of like bit by bit change your reality. Yeah. Just by being aware of what is what is great against yourself, what's pushing you but i think that what the issue is is that people think they are stressed they are angry they are um they have got these o c d tendencies they ha- they are they are they are negative they are this no 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 no, no. that will pass that will pass yeah, well it will pass. if if if, if well, it will, no maybe it won't if you if you don't if you don't make the changes that will that will make it pass because you yeah. believe that you are this person and that's the problem and i feel like it's it's a lot to it there's maybe there's media making people feel like that there's whatever is there's there's forces at play that is making you think
0: that you are something that you're not if you ain't peaceful it ain't you yeah exactly and actually that book i was reading more to mention before master emotion it talks about that and that sometimes you can tell yourself something about yourself and then by you telling yourself that, you make it happen. So if you ever catch yourself like looking at something like, "Uh, this is always going to happen because of this or that's always going to happen because of that. If you tell yourself a story again and again, you're going to make it happen inadvertently. So if you catch yourself believing something about yourself or looking at an aspect of yourself in a certain way, look at it and go like, Nah, it's just a thought it's an opinion it's not a fact and you can get yourself thinking what you think is a fact and then you identify with it and then without realising it your actions then enable that to happen and that may not be what you want to happen so if you ever catch yourself thinking about yourself in like not a very positive way or looking at certain aspects of your life in not such a positive way just remind yourself like it's just an opinion I don't, this is not reality I can change a story and then if you start looking at it like that then you'll start your behaviours and actions will change and then gradually your life will start getting more blessed. It will start moving in the direction you want it to. Mate. If you have one of those negative stories. Mate,
1: totally agree. That was fucking sick. I appreciate you coming on. Like That is a good way to end it because I just fucking agree, bruv. Um, So thank you for coming on, Jack. And yeah, safe. Anytime, man. It was good good to jump on. It was good to talk about this stuff, man. Yeah, yeah, 100%.